0: Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out The Chictionary It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of The Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women podcast, we have John anthony who is a dating coach for men and he's also a bitcoin specialist i will warn you we do talk a lot about bitcoin in the very beginning which was not meant to happen but anyway we do tie it to women in some way so keep listening because when we get through with the bitcoin stuff then we get to really freaking awesome stuff about women how to talk to women, uh, how to not talk to women, how to express things to women so that you are not labeled as an asshole, and how to spot whether or not a girl is shy versus uninterested in you. So keep listening.
1: Hey, you guys, welcome to the Ask Women podcast. It's us. We're back as usual. I'm your host, Kristen Carney, here with Marnie Kinris. And today we have a dating expert on who also is an expert on Bitcoin stuff, which I'm well, going to... Well, I to, wouldn't you, right? If you can master the lady. Right, then it's money. <laughs> and I'm going to try to wrap my brain around it a little bit. Yeah. But John Anthony is on the show from Masculinedevelopment.com. Thanks for coming, John.
2: Of course. I'm glad to be here.
1: Yeah, well, why don't you tell us a little bit about... I, I want to talk
0: about Bitcoin, and I want to talk mm-hmm. about your, your dating advice, but I want to hear how the two are kind of tied together. Why, why was that the natural progression? Is it because you have a belief that women like money? Like what? Like what is the reason yeah. that those two are tied together?
2: Well, so it's kind of funny because, I mean, when I got into this niche, you know, uh, just whole, the whole self-improvement, getting better with women type thing, what I noticed is that uh, everyone that wants to get better with women also wants to get better in every area of life. You know, it's it's very hard yeah. to just want to get better with women uh, and not, you know, also want to get your financial situation under control and get better health, et cetera. Um, mm. So what kind of started to happen is, you know, as I got better with women, and, uh, you know, I just started dating more women that I wanted to date and just got a better dating life, I started to ask myself, you know, well, what's next? I mean, I, and and logically, the next uh, thing that I could focus on was uh, basically becoming financially independent. And um, so far, I've had a, a huge, huge wave of of successes coming back from guys that have join the course that are telling me that, you know, they've, they've learned a lot and they're making six also, So, now, so now, now you
0: teach other people. Now you're teaching other people. Yes, yes, yes,
2: that. exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, yeah, I mean, you know, for, for my own, if we're talking about my own personal reasons, one of the biggest reasons that I wanted to start getting into trading was uh, just for the money because it provides freedom. You know, um, when I'm trying to go out every night until two in the morning, clubbing, going to, you know, nightclubs and, and bars and parties to obviously pick up girls, uh, it's hard to wake up at 7 a.m. for a, a boss for a typical nine to five job. So this provided me a lot of freedom, and um, I got into trading stocks when I was 18 because that's how old you have to be to make an account. Uh, traded stocks, E-mini futures, all kinds of different stuff, and uh, eventually got my way into cryptocurrencies. And so far, that's been the the most profitable and uh, the most uh, the the best avenue to provide freedom in my experience. So that's just what I've been focusing on. And, um, I've mentioned it a few times on my website, masculinedevelopment.com and got a ton of people asking me like how they can trade and how to learn. And so eventually I ended up making a course, um, which is at getbitcoinmillionaire.com. And, um, you know, yeah, I've, 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 had men, uh, use that course. And, um, as you said, the whole, the whole link between money and women, I mean, I think that, um, having money in your life certainly helps keep women around for the long run. I think that obviously, as we both teach, um, you know, women are attracted to certain things like confidence, etc, cetera, et cetera. Uh, But in the longer term, if you're talking about a relationship, it definitely helps to have money. You know, um, women want a man that can provide for them. That's just an obvious truth. So it helps in all areas of life. But I mean, for me, personally, I think the best thing that it does is it, it provides me freedom. I can go out tonight if I want to, I can... Uh, you know, I'm taking a, a whole bunch of trips over the next six months with different women that I'm dating, going to Germany, South Africa, uh, Japan. So it provides freedom, Marty. That's that's the fundamental reason that I got into it.
0: Yeah, which is amazing. Which, you know, a lot of people want. Well, you know, I've obviously heard of Bitcoin before. I've heard of cryptocurrency. Many people have tried to pay me on my site with cryptocurrency and I don't <laughs> accept that right now. Um, and when, you know, we met, you told me that, you were involved in this. And so, you know, I've, I've, I've read your course. I've dabbled a bit in cryptocurrency now, but it's funny because I mailed out a newsletter to my list telling other people about this because when I'm into something, I want other people to be into it too or I think everybody's going to want to be into what I'm into. And so many people wrote back saying like, get away from this. It's the biggest scam in the entire world. And then I went out for dinner after that with one of... um my husband's best friend. He's like a huge, huge trader. uh, But he has stayed away from Bitcoin, not because he thinks it's shady or anything, just because it hasn't been his area of expertise. But I brought it up and he's like, actually, I'm starting to dabble in that world because he was saying it is something that one of them is going to win. One of the cryptocurrencies are going to win. Um, And Bitcoin may be that, but it's it's here to stay. As much as people can say it's going up and down and it's volatile, it's definitely here to stay right now. So I'm still exploring it and I think it's kind of cool. And I just think in general, like there's so many different kinds of currency, currency that exists that is not paper money, that it's something interesting to try. And why not
2: for right now, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's it's funny that um that you know you got those responses because that was my initial reaction when I got into crypto. You know, because I've been I've been kind of classically trained uh, to trade stocks and futures and you know forex markets, and so when I heard about cryptocurrencies, I was like, hold on. So there's this market that's not regulated. Uh, you know, all these coins are they're uh, self regulated by by algorithms that are built into the coins themselves. Uh, you know, and, and it just seemed like the wild west to me. And so that's kind of actually been one of the struggles in in getting people to join this this crypto uh, you know group and this bandwagon and this movement really is uh, convincing them that it is the future. And I think that when people start to understand the fundamental uh, movers and pushers and and reasons that crypto is here to stay, I think it's easier for them to grasp the idea that it's it's a good move to get into. But um you know the thing is so far uh all we've had uh from the from the The mainstream news websites, right? So like CNBC, MSNBC, CNN, uh, et cetera. All they're doing is they're basically training people to buy at the wrong times and sell at the wrong times. And so it's, it's this uphill battle getting people to, um, you know, really learn about crypto because all the news sites are doing is they're collaborating with Wall Street, essentially. I saw it in 2017. I saw it in the bubble and, uh, they're basically just fleecing people, you know? So it's, uh, that was my reaction too when I first got in was, is this a scam? And um, you know, I can I can tell you from firsthand experience, and from my students that have messaged me, there's tons of testimonials on the sales page that I've got up there. Um, I can I can tell you firsthand that it is possible if you just take some time to learn. You know,
1: I think it's so. I'm I'm gonna jump in here as a maybe a girl on a date talking to Mm -hmm. a guy about cryptocurrency. I don't. First of all, on the show, like if I tuned into our show right now, I'd be like, why are they talking about cryptocurrency? One. But two, if you were talking to me with the same lingo that you were just using, I would have no idea what you were talking about. It would go straight over my head and I would check out. (laughs) So can you put what you were just saying into human form so a guy knows that when he's on a date and he's talking about something, quote unquote, like nerdy that the girl may know nothing about, she can get interested in it and she can get on board because... Right now, it's totally over her head and my head.
2: Yeah, well, well, yeah, of one, course, thing, so. one thing I
1: do want to add in before
0: you start is before we, we, start, we got the show started, um, Kristen and I were talking about what you do. And we were like, okay, which one should we focus on more, the dating advice or the cryptocurrency? And we were both kind of saying that cryptocurrency and Bitcoin, it's... Mis- like the fact that somebody it does has a that mystique. is kind of sexy. Yeah, there's like a little bit of mystery attached to it. So I would actually find it appealing if somebody said that that was one of their interests. Not because it's money, maybe because it's money, but like the fact that it's something that nobody really knows a lot about and you happen to have this skill set, which is right, but you have which to is be an adjective.
1: But you have to be able to take that information and turn it into something palatable. It's like if I was on a date yes. with a dude who was into chemistry and all of a sudden he was like, you know, this this X, Y, Z from the chart of elements and whatever, whatever it's <laughs> called, um, yeah. I would, I would, it would just be like robot talk. So how do you talk about something like Bitcoin and put it into human form? Yeah, great question.
2: Well, so, you know, if I'm on, if I'm on a date or if I'm with a girl and, uh, you know, she asks me what I do, right? That's a common question that comes up. Um, if we do decide to talk about cryptocurrencies, there's there's a few ways to go, you know. But I think the main thing to focus on when you're when you're talking about this type of thing is, like you said, it is it is kind of cool because it's like an insider skill that not a lot of people have learned. It's it's very like mysterious and sexy, and it brings up this image of like a trader, right? We all have these images of like you know the Wolf of Wall Street or Gordon Gecko, these these traders yeah. that are just kind of living life on their own terms, and um, that's what I try to convey.
1: Yeah, but also maybe being bad people. And so I that's think true. that's what we need to navigate to, as
2: that's well. That's true. Well, it, it it depends all on how you use it. I mean, there's there's plenty of you know. Believe me, I mean, I've I've been in this space for a while, and I've seen all the people come out with their scam garbage and courses, and they just uh you know they're they're liars. I mean, I'm, I I could potentially name names. I don't know if I want to, but there's plenty of people that took advantage of the big boom in 2017 when cryptocurrencies were soaring through the roof. But um. I think fundamentally, I mean, the, the way that I communicate it to women is that it gives me freedom and I'm, I'm passionate yeah, but about but it. How do, for a
1: totally. I get that. But how does it work? I'm kind of not, I'm not saying dumb it down in your explanation. Explain but, it to you
2: in layman's terms.
1: Yeah. Like, how would you be like, okay, so there's this thing and I learned about it when I was with this guy and, you know, make it into a story or something interesting. Yeah, yeah.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, with, uh, basically in, in 2017, I'd heard about Bitcoin for years and, you know, I've been a trader. I've been trading stocks. And I just, uh, I don't know, I just, I didn't ever decide to get into Bitcoin until then. And, um, you know, but then I started to realize that my, my friend uh, my friend Dominic, actually, from when I was a kid, he bought a few Bitcoins uh, when I think they were like $10 or something. And he ended up hashing out and he got like, like 10s of 1000s of dollars. And that just really immediately kind of struck me as interesting and something that I had to look into. And so, uh, in, in 2017, I started really, really researching this stuff and, and getting deep into it. And I realized that the same skills that I learned from trading stocks and from Forex and different markets like that, that, you know, traders trade, um, I could apply that same skill set to cryptocurrencies. And, um, so far it's, it's been a journey. I mean, to, to put it simply, I think that fundamentally, if you look at cryptocurrencies, what they are, Is there a free exchange of of value? So with the cryptocurrency, no bank can own it. No government can print it. Usually I don't explain it to women. Usually I just kind of tell them I'm like a drug dealer. And I just don't like to to talk too much about work. But um, if I had to, this is probably how I would.
0: Well, basically it's saying for any topic that you're going to bring up or anything that you do for a living, there has to be, you know, if there is further questions had you want to position it properly with women. Even Kristen was just saying like a story or something exciting. And that makes it more... Yeah, something engaging. Listen to me, if somebody said they were in cryptocurrency, I'd be like, what the fuck? Tell me more. Like, I, I, I would be curious about that. That would catch my attention right there. Because as, as John was saying before... Like right away, that paints a picture. It paints a picture of mystery, of extreme intellect, because you've been able to master this, even though he may be like some poor schlub who's not able to trade at all, but that's your interest right now. But for me, for that split second, I would think, okay, this guy is ahead of his time. He's doing things that are scary for other people. Like it may not be conscious that I'm thinking these things, but in an instant, I I would be intrigued and interested by what he's saying about what he does. And do you think that there's a way for somebody else to position their career that way? Like to to provoke that same amount of interest for somebody, like let's say they were an accountant or let's say they were an insurance broker or let's say they were an IT specialist. Is there some way to to create that same mystique or that same coolness surrounding those jobs by the way that, that men can explain
2: it? Not, yeah absolutely not talk about it too much okay that's that's all just i mean so for me personally i mean you know with with cryptocurrency obviously as as you saw it's complicated right it's it's difficult to explain even in layman's terms and so what i'll do is i actually just dodge the question and eventually girls get really really uh kind of just obsessed and curious because they're like i see this guy has money i see he's cool what is he doing? What the, what the hell is it that he's doing? I don't understand. And they'll just end up chasing. But, um, you know, usually I don't, I don't, I just say, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a trader or just, yeah, I just, you know, I do internet marketing, something like that. So I think the goal in general is to give less information and focus on her, at least in my experience. So
1: even, definitely. But how about, what if it comes to the point where she really does want to know and you guys are, you know, on your fourth date and she's like, no, seriously, like, explain it to me.
2: Yeah. So I would tell her that, I notice patterns in the market and I see those patterns beforehand because I've mastered this skill set. And I make a move, put money in, and then take advantage of the pattern, the movement, and then make a few thousand dollars in a day.
1: Cool. So
0: simple, easy,
2: digestible. Digestible.
0: All right. We're going to get to some questions (laughs) from our listeners. But if anybody does want to learn more about cryptocurrency, John, can you please give them the website to go to?
1: It's so yeah, weird course, how you're like so you beefing be- up. I'm just it's so funny. Like we're like promoting money, which is fine. I just am confused as to the episode a little bit, but that's just me. Sorry. We, we focused yeah. on the no, yeah, actual cryptocurrency
0: confusing. a little bit too much for me. And <laughs> to be honest, I really wanted to <laughs> okay, yeah. tie it to women and money, but that's okay. We veered off of that by going into like how to communicate that. Anyway, it's a fucking cool thing. If you want to get into no, it course, for I sure. Um, but anyway, give the website.
2: So it's getbitcoinmillionaire.com. That's the course that I sell is Bitcoin Millionaire. And uh, when you get access to it, when you purchase it, it's actually really cool because you uh, literally get access to the trades that I make. So anytime I buy something or sell something, I literally notify you, You'll get a notification on your phone or on your computer. They're going to go to the website. Sorry,
0: we don't want to dive into this too much. But anyway, go to that website if you want to find out more about cryptocurrency. And as well, uh, John has a dating site where he gives coaching. And now you're going to hear some examples of his coaching. So we're going to answer questions from our listeners. And if you want to write in questions, write to ask at askwomenpodcast.com. All right, this was one question that we had missed out from our last episode. There was Dwayne who had sent in four questions, so we had one that was left over. So his question was, do you have any tips for meeting the parents? When is good and how is best?
1: Tips for meeting the parents. Kristen, what do you think? Don't do it. (laughs) Run, run, run. No, we'll do do it when it's appropriate. Don't push it too soon. Because then it seems weird and that you're trying to maybe, you know, let let someone bring up, oh, my parents have this going on, you should come. So if it hasn't come up yet, don't push it. Let the other person intro it. That's what I would say.
0: Okay.
1: And when do you invite somebody? If it's their parents.
0: Right. What about what? Um, when do you invite somebody to meet your parents? Like at what point do you decide that something is more serious and that you should invite them into your lives more?
1: It really just depends on the circumstance. So if you guys are spending a lot of time together and it's been months and there's no no mention of it, then it would be weird and it might create tension. Um, But I think the best opportunity is when there's a holiday or when there's something that would mean a gathering is coming. That's kind of when you would intro it. Okay, John, what do you think?
2: I would agree with that. I mean, I think it depends entirely on the situation, obviously um so like kristen said don't push it and kind of let her bring it up that's that's my approach generally because you know women are obviously much more intuitive with this they know what they want and i would just let her bring it up and see what she wants and then and go from yeah there. i
0: agree and then so how how do you act when you meet the parents like do you do you hug them when you meet them do you bring a gift like <laughs> how how comfortable and forward do you be with the parents to make a good first impression
2: that's a good question i mean my approach so there's two ways you can take it you can take it casual or formal right and so I think if you take it too formal like you try to you know bring them a gift and, and try to really do that type of thing it's it's so much pressure and it's so much stress for everyone um right. so I think if you just approach it a little bit more casually still be polite still be obviously courteous but approach it more casually um it's a lot less stress for everyone and you can see them for you know who they are not trying to put up an impression on you they're just' they're, they're just people they're just parents you know
0: Yeah, I agree. And I think you have to also gauge, you know, who the girl is, who you are, and then get a little bit of information about the parents. It depends on what this girl means to you as well. I would give some sort of uh, gesture. So, if, for example, you know, you really care about the girl and your girlfriend says that her father really likes whatever kind of whiskey, I would, you know, if you want to make a good first impression, bring that whiskey over to meet the parents and then just be as open as possible. And then at one point,
1: drink, drink mm-hmm. a little right, of the exactly. whiskey And then at one point,
0: tell the parents why you like their daughter. I think that's really important and a great way to make a first impression, letting them know that their daughter is okay in your hands. You're caring about her as well, just the same way that they would. I know as a parent, I would like hearing yeah. that for somebody to look over at me and say like, your son is absolutely amazing. And I'm excited to get to know him more. Like, I think that would mean a lot to me um, I remember my father-in-law, he always tells this story about the first time that he met me. Uh, he walked me to the car after, cause I was leaving my you now husband's house. Um, and I, I hugged him and he thought that was so interesting that I did that, that I was comfortable enough to mm-hmm. hug him, but that meant a lot. He's mentioned it several times, including at our wedding as part of his speech, so that was me making a good, you know, first impression on his parents and it, it it let him know that his son was okay and he was in the hands of I think somebody who had a good heart. Someone who's right. got right. nice exactly. squishy boobs. Exactly. <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> well, I've seen I I think I'm an observer of human behavior and I've seen people with adults and I get really uncomfortable when they're not behaving in a way that I think they should behave and that is being engaging Asking questions, reciprocating, giving a strong handshake, just showing that you're generally a respectful and respectable person. I think it's super important. If you go over and you kind of look down, you don't really talk to anybody, it's probably just your nerves and you're shy, but it will come across in a way that they will not love and you will have an uphill battle. Yeah, I, completely agree.
0: I do have this one client right now who is part of my email coaching program who honestly, sometimes when he asks questions, I'm like, are you a real person? Like the questions that he spits out, I'm just like, what? How are you asking this? Anyway, he had said that he went to go meet his girlfriend's parents and he had horrible diarrhea and bad stomach problems that day. And so I, I honestly feel like this was fake. And if this was real, I, it's awful. But he ended up, farting in front of the parents and then racing to their bathroom <laughs> and staying in there for half an hour like I wouldn't say that's a great first impression but
2: <laughs> unless right, you exactly, lost
0: farts then it's yeah you can oh, if, it. or if you do have a right you, you own, own it, it afterwards you're like I am so sorry that was horrible I've been so nervous to me. whatever it is
1: you have to own it <laughs>
0: afterwards so that it can be endearing as opposed to disgusting
1: Okay, well, can it's I tell a story? <laughs> okay. It's about a fart. Obviously.
0: The show <laughs> well, may not be about Bitcoin, well, but it's definitely be it, about farting.
1: About farts. <laughs> well, it's a way to show that you can make a fart like charismatic Ooh, that, or endearing. Yes. When I was a freshman in college, when I was a freshman in college, my new roommate was helping me move in and I didn't know at the time that I was a little lactose intolerant and I had been eating living off of cereal and milk, regular milk. And so I was having just like constant farts. And I didn't know her. She didn't know me. And I moved into her. It was like her dorm room. I moved in a few weeks after school started because I had to switch rooms. And I felt it coming and I took her. I didn't know her. I like took her and I just yelled get out and I threw her into the hallway and slammed the door and she was like yeah and she was like what and I go I'm sorry I parted." and she just (laughs) goes yes and gave me a high five and we've been like best friends ever since so that's what I decided to do rather than be awkward I'm you know I'm with a new girl at college at 18 I could have been like quiet and awkward and all of a sudden there's a smell and then she's like, oh, she's weird, you know? But instead, I just did something funny because I had no choice in that moment. It was almost like a car accident's about to happen and I that had to make a move of and you. my move was to just... Yeah. What, if you, what
0: if that was a guy? So, or what if a guy did that in front of you? Would, would that be cute if he did that as well?
1: It wouldn't be like a turn-on. It wouldn't be a turn-off. if he laughed about... It wouldn't be a yeah. turn-off, yeah. Unless it was in, you know, I could see it in his <laughs> pants or something. But because, you know, I was a good sport about it and I was funny about it, it made her comfortable. And so if you have no choice and that (laughs) fart is coming or something awkward is coming, do your best to be playful with it. I think that is cute.
0: All right, we're going to take a quick break uh, and come back and answer more questions from
1: our listeners. We'll be back in a second. Hey, guys, I need you to do me a favor. Touch the back of your hair. How does it feel? Does it feel full or does it feel like it's thinning? Even if you're young, there's a chance that it's going and it's going quickly and it's so much easier to stop hair loss than it is to regrow your own hair. It's like think about a lawn. If you have to start from just dirt, growing that grass is going to be really hard, but if you've already got some grass to work with, it's going to go a lot quicker. So you guys are going to get a really cool deal from this website called FourHims.com. I've talked about this site before. It's a one-stop shop for men's wellness, and you are getting a killer, killer, killer deal. If you go to FourHims.com/slash/wants, you get a trial month of everything that you need to keep your hair for just five dollars right now. Like it's. $5. It's crazy. Go to the website to see the full details, but this would cost you so much money if you went to a doctor or pharmacy. So, go to slash wants That's f o r h i m s.com/wants. forhims.com/wants. All right, we are
0: back and I have a question from from another lost man that's that's who it's from no name just oh never mind he says it in the question uh i hope this is not too long i was just trying to give enough information so my name is alexander and i have listened to your podcast for a few months now not going to lie i started listening because i started talking to this girl and just wanted to see if i could learn some things and i have so thanks for that digress the advice i'm looking for may not be very cut and dry but let me lay it out as simple as possible and see if you have any insight on the situation So we met online, started talking casually through text and phone call. Fast forward three months. We have been on numerous dates, stay up talking on the phone until 3 a.m. or just hanging out till around the same hour. She has told me many times she likes me and I have shared the same. We slept together for the first time last weekend and she is super great, but she told me in the past she has moved into relationships fast and wants to try taking it slow this time around. I kind of respect that and understand it, but this is where things are getting weird to me. I notice in conversation, she'll say things like, oh, when we have kids, blah, 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 if we get that far, or, you know, when we live together, blah, blah, blah. Things like that make me think she wants to be with me, but when we had sex, she shared the fact that she doesn't give guys who are not her boyfriend's blowjobs. Then she like told me to go get it somewhere else. I got a little upset. Whatever got uh, over it. Then literally last night, we're hanging out and having a great night bowling, went to dinner and then just hanging out. But at the very tail end of the night, 1 a.m., 2 a.m. in the morning, we're hooking up. I was trying my luck again to get oral. She kept saying things like, I want to do whatever you want to do. Then randomly, she gets a phone call and her phone says, Josh is calling. Mind you, this is in the middle of us making out. Hooking up, needless to say, kind of kills the situation. And eventually, she wanted to go home at this point. I took it upon myself to ask, so who's Josh? Maybe I shouldn't have. And nonchalantly, her response was, some guy that I'm talking to. Am I wrong to be taken back by that? I got a little upset. Didn't do um, any. Uh, didn't do anything or say much else about it and dropped her off. And then by the time I got home an hour later, she was waiting for me to get home because she knew I was upset because I was driving so fast, but she thought I was upset because she didn't want to give me head. And that wasn't the case. That kind of made me more upset, but I told her I was upset because of the Josh situation and how nonchalantly felt like she could just say, Oh yes, some guy that I'm talking to. I just felt like I'm getting the most mixed emotions in the world. I'm lost at what I should do.
1: Anyway, You've heard, you've heard most. How of old it. is he? I he, did he? Does he say? Yeah. Uh, no, so this sounds like a problem for a twenty-two-year-old
2: yeah. dude. I know exactly All right, what's tell going us. on. She, he's on the back burner. That's okay. what's going on. Yeah. He's on the back burner. She's she's dating this other guy, this Josh guy. She's putting Josh first, and Alexander's on the back burner. And this this dude, you need to you need to go find a different girl. So why, why is
0: she saying things it's my like opinion. "Okay, when we get married, or when we have kids, or when we live with each other"? She's just trying it on for size and seeing what his response is because
2: she's. It, Perhaps that, but she's also probably extremely uh, crazy. That was my first five. I mean, if you don't that know where that was, she's, she's bringing that up. Like, yeah. Yeah. If, if you don't know her that well and she's bringing that stuff up, like, that's, that's pretty fast in my opinion. I, I would uh, I would kind of cut and run. Okay.
0: Interesting. So they've been seeing each other for three months and they talk. There's, you really think that she, he's on the back burner from the other guy?
1: maybe even, even yeah, because the fact that,
2: that he called and then she went home when they're making out. Like, she she probably met up with him, is my first thought.
1: If he was on the front burner when Josh calls, you quickly put your phone away and you don't say, it's a guy I'm talking to. Yes, that is
2: exactly true.
1: Okay, interesting.
0: So your advice is run.
2: Yeah, I mean, you know, or, or just approach the relationship uh, from the same perspective that she's approaching it from. You know, I don't know how often Alexander, yeah, I don't know how often Alexander, uh, you know, Gets women, meets women, etc. But you know, ideally, if you're dating multiple women, you can cut out the crazies and you just date the ones that are actually into you that are putting you on the front burner.
1: You know what the images that I see of him walking away from this girl? It's a guy walking away from a burning house behind him, and he <laughs> is just like free sailing and happy while this just shitstorm burns really? behind him.
2: That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, of. she
1: sounds. She just sounds awful.
2: First I think all, it just sounds like she's pulling, on a different no, I'm just page than.
1: Yeah, but so yeah, so go on. I want to hear more. I just think if a girl is talking to you and then talking about a guy she's also seeing casually, I just think she's probably not a good person. But good people would lie about it. No, ironically. I agree with you. They wouldn't say anything. Because like, I wouldn't want to make him feel bad. Or something. Yeah, Exactly. Right. Right. Because you wouldn't want to hurt his ego. And I, I know that dating is dating and you're going to be seeing multiple people, but you do have to have some respect for the person you're spending time with. And if you're so comfortable just saying, oh, it's a guy I'm seeing. She's a bitch. She sucks. And I think it's someone you move on from. Okay. okay. Good yeah. advice. All right. Next question from Anthony.
0: Any advice for a fellow that doesn't use the internet to find dates? I'm stuck in the adult rut of work, eat, sleep, repeat. I'm an electrician in a factory with a loner lifestyle. I enjoy alone, but sometimes it would be rad to do something fun with a girl. It's all dudes at my job. So there's no opportunity to meet girls there. I have a mood things. So most of the time I just can't do social things, but every so often my mood changes and I crave all things social because I'm generally down a lot. I don't have a lot of friends. However, I'm financially stable. I own my house, paid it off in three years. I do a lot of day trips, hikes to beautiful places to satisfy my photography hobby. I'm poetic, mechanical, and artistic, just not social. Wondering how guys like me go about finding girls to do fun things with, mainly last minute plans, sunset, sunrises, craft beer, random treks around the finger Lakes, someone to rake leaves with <laughs> go, shopping for gro- that's uh, go shopping for groceries <laughs> with the regular stuff that's so much more fun with a partner
1: basically how do you meet a woman not online to date is what he's asking
0: did yeah. you
2: say how old he was
0: no i know that should be mandatory everybody from now on say your age so that we can get a mental picture of you um it, it, well, that's one question there is how do you meet women, not online? The other question is how do you meet women if you're not social? Mm-hmm. It's really hard.
2: Is, yeah. The answer is you can't. Yeah. If you're not social and you don't know, go online, then you can't. You need to do one or the two. Right. One, one or the other, you know.
1: Yeah. Like one of the things has to give. You can't,
2: yeah.
1: you can't be isolated in a room and then go, how do I meet people? It's just not, <laughs> I, it's, right. it's not going to happen. It's not reality.
2: Yeah, well, that's why.
1: So what would you
0: suggest to Anthony then? What do you, yeah, what does he do then to either become more social? Because he said he doesn't have a lot of friends. How does he, you know, satisfy this craving to be social when he does have that craving but still maintain who he is and his lifestyle?
2: I mean, well, that's why I asked how old he was because I think the strategy will depend on how old you are. But in general, I mean, one, reach out to old friends, see if they want to do anything with you, hang out with them. Uh, two. Try and make new friends at your workplace, and three. Learn cold approach pickup, and four. If you can, two. Uh, start an account on Tinder, on Bumble, eHarmony, like whatever, whatever floats your boat. You know, uh, there's there's different things you can do, but um, fundamentally, you know, like like he said, I mean, if you're not social and you don't have any friends and you don't want to make an online dating account, then you can't meet women. You have to do one or the other. So
1: yeah, one th- of the. Yeah. Things, exactly. I think that being a person who's not very social. I like to be in the world, but I don't love to be in groups of people. And so mm-hmm. he's probably in a lot of situations that I'm in, which is just going to a store or going, you know, on an errand or something. And that's where he's going to have to reach out and actually try to meet
2: people. because it's so, so day game.
1: So day game? Yes. I've never yeah. heard of that, but that's amazing. Yes, day game. Yes. He's got to have hardcore day game in the situation. <laughs> and balls, because it's hard to have day game, I imagine.
2: Yeah, I mean, the, the lighting is just mind- so bright. <laughs> Yeah, it's just it's bright. And um yeah, so day hard. game is just basically you, uh, you know, you go out and you meet girls during the day, right? And uh, it's different than night game, right? So night game would be like clubs, bars, etc. Night game is uh, a little bit more aggressive because you have to beat past all the, um you know, the loud music, the lights, etc. But day game, it's just the art of, you know, meeting women while you're out and about doing your things. You go to the store, you see an attractive girl, you, you, you know, learn the skill set to talk to her. And um, that's what, that's what What's it the, skill like. set? Well, the skill set is. It's, it takes time, but it's open uh social hook and then ideally get her number or go on a date right then and there, you know? So there's different openers you can use. There's different ways you can do it. But, um, that, that seems like the skill that he needs to learn as far as I can tell.
0: Well, do you have some examples for us of openers? Do, yeah. And then, yeah, tell, <laughs> yeah. Show us exactly. So in, in his yeah, position, so, so somebody who's not like super social, but who happens to have all these passions, these are like a wonderful hobbies and passions um he's poetic and mechanical and artistic and does photography like there's all these wonderful things about him so how does somebody who's not that social do this
2: yeah of course so i mean the first step is opening right so basically there's there's six types of openers that you can use um and you know for for guys that are just listening that don't know uh, what's going on basically the opener is just the the pick up line right it's what you say to get her interested to hook her attention and there's six types of openers uh, personally, um, for your situation, for your personal situation, uh, I think he said his name was Anthony. Um, I would recommend either the direct opener or the compliment opener or the, uh, maybe an observational opener. And the way it works is a direct opener is you basically just, you're upfront, you tell a girl, you know, Hey, I like you, whatever you seem interesting. You seem cool. And, uh, mention that you have to go to, right? So typically if I'm out and I see a girl say at Starbucks or whatever, I say, you know, this is basically word for word. What I say, I walk up, I say, Hey, I have to go in two seconds. I'm meeting my friends for a movie, but I just thought you looked really cool. Can I grab your number and we can get coffee later? Right. And what that does is first off, you say you have to go. So it it removes the pressure. She's not worried that you're going to stay there for like 20 minutes trying to talk to her. It's very low pressure. uh, And it's just a very quick yes or no. So you have to be comfortable with rejection because, you know, you will get rejected, obviously. Um, But that's a very, very quick opener that you can use. uh, Get a very quick response another one that uh, kind of is a little bit more complicated it might be like an observational opener um I, I prefer to use these during the night I think it's better during the night but this can be something like you look like a Scorpio uh, just something that you observe about her that kind of you know gives up gives up uh, some sort of a, an opener that she can comment on um another cool thing you can do that I recommend is meet girls around your hobbies too like that seems like the the logical mm-hmm. thing to do right is meet girls around your hobbies if you like to hike, then, meet girls that like to hike. Um, either through, you know, a social circle, through people that you you meet while you're hiking. Uh, don't through, don't, you know, I'm don't, sure don't do different it groups. on the
1: hike, because then I would just think mur- <laughs> I'm going to be murdered.
2: Yes, exactly. <laughs> wait
1: till you're at the bottom of the hill. Yay, yeah, just you! wait. At, wait till you're at the bottom. Like two of the, hill, in that's the whole
2: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly.
1: Okay. So this is good. So
0: continue. I want to hear the other. Ones. Yeah, yeah.
2: So I mean, obviously, there's a direct opener, which is like the one that I basically just said, where you just, you know, uh, obviously, you know, you, you open up with a statement that lets her know one, that you're not going to be there for too long. And uh, two, that you have friends, right? So like I said, it's basically, you just go up and you say, Hey, look, I have to go in two minutes. I'm meeting my friends for a movie, but I just thought you looked cool. Um, You know, can I grab your number so we can get coffee sometime? Very simple, very easy. Um, I don't know how deep i want to go into the other ones because that might just confuse Anthony. Just the the thing is just start off with yeah. the the basic direct opener and you'll, you'll get some good results from that. Right. So again, what that does is it lets her know, first of all, you're not going to be there for like 30 minutes talking to her because that's a girl's concern sometimes is when she gets approached in public that some guy is going to like talk her ear off for, for 50 minutes and she won't be able to leave. Uh, yeah. and second is you tell her you're meeting friends. So she knows, okay, you're not some serial killer, right? You're not, you're got not some. Some guy that you know is just gonna soccer. Did way. I mention my and friends then, you know, are
1: all dead in my trunk?
2: <laughs> yeah, but right. they're friends, so but they're friends. Mm-hmm. I still talk to them, mm-hmm. I hear voices. Um, yeah,
1: right,
0: every
2: single right. day. Um, yeah, but
0: I think I think one of the best things that you said was also, you know, meet people around your hobbies. If you're not social every single day, that's totally fine. Take your five days a week to be on your own, to get your energy back, and utilize two days out of the week to go out and be social. So you can go on to meetup.com. You can look for social groups that are in your area that do have hikes. I'm guessing if you're around these beautiful lakes, there are many people who are doing the same thing. Try and target groups that have single people or just go out to practice being social and see who you can meet through those groups. And maybe they can lead you towards other places and other groups that exist that have more single people or more people who are up your alley.
2: Yeah, yeah. Um,
0: And not... You know, yeah, and I think I think exactly what you said is 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 wonderful. You know, use those moods where you are feeling super awesome about yourself and do something about it. Yeah,
2: and if you go to you know places like LL Bean or Dick's Sporting Goods, a lot of these uh these these you know sports stores, uh, if you ask them like, Hey, do you guys have know any groups? A lot of the time they'll know groups that that do hikes regularly. So they'll have like, you know, maybe a tour guide or whatever. And so there's opportunities to meet people that are into the same things that you are on those groups.
0: I completely agree with you. Okay. One last question. This is from Barrett actually Barrett, I think was a person who suggested that we have a, a man on our show on a regular basis. So that is something that we're considering. Up, Baron? Yeah. Bar- Thank you, Baron. Baron is wonderful. <laughs> very helpful. Okay. Uh, hi ladies. I was binging your show the last couple of days and I've noticed Marnie asked how to approach shy girls to Meredith and Allie. Both of their answers were fairly vague. The consensus being that they might be acting shy because they aren't interested or because they are. So how do we know the difference? I'm very open and upfront, which is often interpreted as cocky or arrogant. Here's my question: If I was to simply ask the girl, "Are you acting shy because you aren't interested, or are you acting shy but just overwhelmed with a conversation?" Is that too much? I've been extremely direct and authentic with women, and find that even though that is what they say they want, it's often not the case. I know that I'm be- I'm s- I'm not seeing everything which contributes to me not attracting the women I want. Thanks for helping me, me become a better man, Barrett. John, what do you think? Hmm.
2: I mean, it sounds like he's basically just you know trying to trying to figure out one of the most common questions that guys have, which is basically, is she disinterested or is she just shy? Right. Yeah. And uh, obviously that's kind of difficult. You know, it takes some, some social calibration. It takes, uh, you know, recognition of different, uh, indicators of interest. And so what I would recommend you do Barrett, is uh, just Google indicators of interest, right? So there's this, uh, pickup terminology called indicators of interest and it's just different things that a girl does <clears throat> when she's interested in you. So one might be playing with her hair. One might be deep eye contact. One might be playing with her jewelry, right? There's different signs that girls give off, uh, that obviously, you know, let you know that she's into you. And with a shy girl, it might be very few and far between, but what you want to do with a shy girl is, uh, check that there's not any, any di- indicators of disinterest, right? So things like she's, you know, always finding excuses to get away from you, or she seems uncomfortable, uptight, fundamentally with a shy girl she's not going to be comfortable stating her expressions verbally usually uh so you want to look to her body language to see how she feels that's really what it comes down to
0: okay and so can you just give us a couple of indicators of interest of like the body language that she would have if she was shy yeah
2: sure so yeah yeah. So if you want one thing that's big for example for me is uh, with shy girls, they they'll always find a, a way to be near you, right? So, like for example, I was on the set of this music video uh, last weekend, and there's this shy girl there, and um, you know, I noticed that she always found a way to be next to me. It, it didn't matter if I was talking to someone else, if I was you know doing something else. The girls in your social circle that are into you, if they're shy, will always still find a way to be next to you, to be near you, to be in proximity to you. Um, another one is, you know, when you talk to them, if she laughs at your jokes, even if they're not funny, right? Does she just laugh at what you say? Um, does she always look at you? You know, a, bi- a big one too is um, if you're, you know, doing something else, do you catch her looking at you, right? If you catch her looking at you, she's probably into you. Um, so those are those are a few different things right there that you can that you can look for. Did he mention, did Barron mention if it's for a cold approach or if it's for a social circle for the shy girls? He
0: didn't. I just think it's it's overall for him. Um, but I think those were really good answers and things to look to. So we, we talked about curving on an episode recently, uh, where women respond to you to be polite, but they don't open up the conversation more and how to differentiate between, you know, somebody who's curving you and somebody who's actually engaged Mm -hmm. in the conversation. And this is very similar. And I think, you know, exactly what John just said, Th- those things you should, those indicators of interest are definitely signs that she is engaged, may not be like over the top outgoing and able to banter with you and be in it with you, but it's signs that she wants you to notice her in some way, to notice that she laughs at your jokes, to notice that she is yeah. in the room so you can pay attention to her, even though she may not be able to fully engage back with lots of words and conversation. But on the other hand, women who aren't interested, Are going to have very curt and short responses to you, their body language is going to be pointing away from you, they're always going to be trying to leave the conversation. Um, and yeah, those are indicators of disinterest and that they actually are not shy human beings, they're really just not interested in you in any way. But I did want to comment on his one statement of here's my one question: if I was to simply ask the girl, are you acting shy because you aren't interested? Or are you interested, but just overwhelmed with the conversation? I would find that a little attacking. And only the way that I read it. I would would, would become defensive if I were to have something like that said to me. And Kristen is the one who's the wordsmith. Is there a way to finesse that statement so that it's sincere? What was the statement again? The statement is, if I was simply ask the girl, are you acting shy because you aren't interested? Or are you interested, but just overwhelmed with the conversation? Huh. What's like a cuter, kinder way to say I can't tell if you're being shy or if you really just want me to get the hell away from you?
1: Um, God, I don't know. That one's not really coming to me easily. I would say maybe if he could self-deprecate a little bit. Like, I don't want to make an Asperger's joke, but I don't know if it's my Asperger's a- acting up. But I can't tell if you're this or you're that. You know, something I think that's like that. Kind of cuter. <laughs> yeah. And obviously yeah, you don't have sure. to have Asperger's to say that.
0: Right. It's 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 a free-for-all. Anybody can say that.
1: <laughs> I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> Sorry, but, Asperger
0: um, people. Yeah. But do, what do you think of that statement? Do you find that a little bit attacking? Not I attacking, don't. No. I don't even know the right word. No, but I, is, what well, what little, do you think of that
1: statement? It's a little abrasive, or I think maybe just the forwardness of it is brazen. And I think the brazen can then be interpreted as assholey. But if you say it with a playful smile or a happy look in your eyes where you're not like, hey, are you not into me or are you shy? Like, you know, you have to deliver things lightly. Like if I truly, you know, had Asperger's, I wouldn't be like, hey, I think it's my Asperger's acting up. But, you know, like I would, you know, so you just play with things and you don't take things so, so seriously, I guess.
2: Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I think, think that, um, like, like you said, sorry. No, go on, please. So I think Barrett, like you said, um, you know, you're, you're very cocky and that can kind of come off as being like an asshole sometimes. Yeah. That's a very good asset to have. So you just, you want, what you want to keep in mind is while it's good to be cocky, cocky, funny, uh, use a lot of humor too to lighten up the mood because sometimes if you're just pure cocky, pure asshole, people will take that very negatively. But the big thing to keep in mind is when you're cocky and, and just very confident is you're going to have to develop a higher level of social calibration because you're going to be obviously a little bit intimidating. So you want to know when someone gets too intimidated by that cockiness, you can back off a little bit and backing off sometimes. Exactly. Yeah. It can lighten it up. It can make someone more comfortable. Sometimes it can take the form of actually physically backing up to to sort of gauge like does she kind of come closer to you? If you back up, does she say where she is? Does she back up even further? Like, you know, you need to learn these little, little things that you can do with your body language and with your expressions, uh, to sort of lighten the mood, you know, that's, that's really key.
0: Yeah. I think that's excellent advice. So Barrett, I hope you like that advice. And, and I wanted to say thank you for your feedback on the show and for binging all of our episodes, which I think, is (laughs) um, but we are done our show, but John, I wanted to thank you for being on the show. Do you want to tell people how to get in touch with you again?
2: Yeah, of course. So, masculinedevelopment.com. I have a dating course as well at alphaevo.com. Uh that's for Alpha Evolution. It's alphaevo.com. And um for my course Bitcoin Millionaire, it's getbitcoinmillionaire.com. But uh you know, I have hundreds of free articles on my website. Just go there if you want to know more about who I am and what I talk about, masculinedevelopment.com.
1: Hey, John, is that you in your Twitter picture?
2: Yeah, with on the jacks, the jacked guy.
1: Yeah. yeah. Have you ever heard of have you ever have you ever heard of a character named Patrick Bateman?
2: I have, yeah, from American Psycho. <laughs>
1: yeah. You are like me? yes, you're like ripped, you've got like the hot car on there, you're doing finance mm-hmm. stuff. I think you're Patrick Bateman, hopefully minus the murder stuff, but very yeah. impressive. Nice, <laughs> nice bod.
2: Thank you. <laughs>
1: you're welcome. Thank you, I appreciate it. All right. Well, if anybody wants to write in
0: questions for our show, please send them in to ask at askwomenpodcast.com. Uh, we try to get through to as many of these as possible and we are slowly making our way through them. You guys are awesome. We will see you next week.